0: buddy and welcome back to yet another very exciting episode of the friends talking fantasy podcast my name is charles and with me today as always is my lifelong friend and co-host dylan
1: i'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend charles
0: i am ready to talk some fantasy with my friend as well dylan but not just any fantasy today because today we are doing a check-in on a reading project that has been going on for almost a year now, isn't that right, Dylan?
1: That's exactly what we're here to do. So, many of you may be familiar with the r/fantasy subreddit. Uh, it's got over a million Oh jeez. Uh, now over 3.6 million (laughs) members you're only off by about
0: 2.6 million
1: (laughs) i feel like the last time we recorded this i was like it's over a million and now it's over three um so it is well over three million charles and it does this interesting yearly event which is the R-Fantasy bingo board. And essentially, you got a bingo board with a bunch of categories on there, examples of categories that uh, we'll be getting into today. It'll be something like a book with a druid in it. Uh, It'll be something like uh, queer norm setting. I mean, a bunch of these categories, and it's designed to create these... uh, like more broad reading habits among the people who are Mm -hmm. going about reading all this so we've got 25 spaces ideally you want to finish all of the spaces not just create a bingo right um of course whatever your goals are it's up to you it's it's a a loose
0: interpretation of the the bingo game i will say that the only relationship is that it's a bunch of categories on a grid and you're trying to fill them but yeah it's not the same amount as a bingo square the goal is to fill the whole thing so um that's something to keep in mind and so what we're doing today you know the the 2023 bingo period goes from april 1st 2023 to march 31st of 2024 So we are, you know, maybe five weeks away at the time of this recording from the end of the time period for the Book Bingo Challenge. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down all the categories today. We're going to talk about all the books that we've read, maybe drop some recommendations as well. And that's the thing. This is going to be spoiler free. Um, There's going to be lots of book recommendations in here. We have done at the beginning of this contest, uh, a whole recommendation series by category, so definitely check that out if you're looking to um, broaden your horizons. You're a little late in the in the game to kind of start now, but who knows? Maybe if you're an avid reader, you've already met a lot of these um, rules. So we're going to be playing... On one board between Dylan and I, just what we've discussed on the show, pretty much. Maybe if we've done some independent reading, we'll we'll throw it in here if we need to. Yeah, throw those in, Charles. Throw those in. We need everything we we can get.
1: Because we've read (laughs) way more than 25 books, um, but we were in no way making an effort to address these categories (laughs) during the year so it's kind of a Mm -hmm. fun exercise for us to see okay if we filled one out for the the boys of FTF then how many did we just by nature of reading whatever we want to how many did we fill over here and then how many are left and is there Mm -hmm. a chance for us to finish this up before the end of the Not the year, but, you know, the end of the cycle when it comes Mm -hmm. to these bingo boards, which is the last day of March. So Mm -hmm. I am interested to see how this all works out for us. Yeah. It is... Yeah, and, and then there's an opportunity for you all to come in and give us recommendations for any yeah, of the for sure. remaining categories. I mean, depending on how about.
0: many categories are left, we should try and finish it. You know, we'll see. I'm yeah. assuming we're going to be close. But like you said, Dylan, there's a couple rules here that we got to keep in mind. Um, you can't use the same book more than once. You can't repeat an author more than once except for the short story square. And then in that case, it can't be the same book. And then only one square can be a book that you've reread, which we may bend that rule a little bit, depending on um, how desperate we are. But those are some Charles. of the rules.
1: Yeah, I my idea is if it's a new read for at least one of us, then we're going to count that as not a reread.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is, uh, I think, pretty fair if we're if we're doing a combined bingo card for the two of us then yeah it's it's not we do a lot of these right where i've read a book or you've read a book and the person who's read it brings it to friends pitching fantasy Mm -hmm. and tries to convince the other person like it's time to finally read this book for you right so i don't know it kind of goes against the yeah the ftf one of our staples of what we do on here is read a book yeah. that one of us has already read and yeah. the other has not. So, well Charles, said. with without further ado, uh, shall we get into the bingo board? And yeah, let's discuss? get
0: past the adeus already and let's go right into the first... We'll just go from the first top left corner and left to right, top to bottom. Let's just go down these categories here. So, um, the first row first square is title with a title read a book in which the novel title contains a job title military title or title of nobility such as locksmith lieutenant or lord um hard mode is and that again each category has hard mode which we're going to try and also fulfill but uh no guarantees and hard mode is not a title of royalty so I think we got to just be looking back at our library of episodes. I think that's where we got to start first. I mean, the first one that comes to mind, obviously, is Assassin's Apprentice, you know, an apprentice being the title or assassin. I mean, they're both titles um, by Robin Hobb. Um, that is a hard mode. It should mode be since two titles. Yeah, exactly. Two. T- the book needs to be one hundred percent titles in the in the title, every word. So in that case, we're starting off pretty strong. Charles, Do we need to put in a couple more just in here, case?
1: here. Can we
0: mm-hmm.
1: can we mix this one up a little bit to not use our reread spot? Because yeah. remember, I had read Assassin's Apprentice before. Right. So can we use Assassin's Quest, the final book in the trilogy, which I had not read before?
0: Yes, yes, we can do that for sure. I'm totally down. Um, I'm going to pull up our website, theftfpodcast.com. I highly recommend checking that out, which has conveniently every episode that we've mm-hmm. ever done on it. And so I'm just going back here to see what other potential books... We could put in here. It's always good to have options in case we need to move people around, you know. So we just want to make sure sure that we considered everything.
1: I also have this account on this little-known site called Goodreads, uh, Ah. which if you were on, you would have every (laughs) single book you've read this year documented Mm -hmm. easily. But Ah. sure, episode Mm -hmm. catalog as well. Either
0: project. either way, um, you know, another great place is uh, Spotify uh, on our our show on Spotify. You could just go through all the titles there. And while you're at it, you could rate five stars and all those beautiful things. Um, but Charles, here's the
1: problem with that mm-hmm. is I'm listening. There's so much other incredible content on our podcast feed, like recommendations episodes, for example, mm-hmm. uh, where... I don't know. You don't want all that amazing content getting mm-hmm. in the way of seeing all the titles. But That's
0: true. That is true. <laughs> um, So definitely worth considering there. I don't know, man. I think that may be the book. I'm looking at a bunch of these other ones. I'm not seeing too many titles here. We did read Prince of it's Thorns, but when did that episode, when did we air that episode? Um, and of that was, was royalty as April. well.
1: So all these would have be from April first till now, so April first of last year. But I Mm. think we read, and that's a reread for both of us. So,
0: and it's got a it's got a royalty title in there. So I think we can just go ahead and move on, and and we'll leave Assassin's Quest in there, or Royal Assassin, or take your pick um, in there. So. The next category that we have, this one might be a little trickier, Dylan, is superheroes. Story focuses on super powered individuals. not and then the hard mode is not related to DC or Marvel. So Charles, this, yeah,
1: would you consider the city we became to be superheroes?
0: Uh it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Okay. but um, if we have nothing better, they don't like wear capes and stuff, um, but there are heroes and villains and they do have superpowers and it is action packed and it's in New York city. So I'm willing to put that there as a placeholder, but um, I'm wondering if there's anything else we've read. Cause you read steel heart, but that was mm. before, before this trial, this reading period. So it doesn't yeah. count. Charles. And that would, yeah. yeah.
1: Criteria just says, story focuses on super-powered individuals. Would well, you say that... that the city we became fits into that criteria? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. A hundred times yes. Uh, so, I would definitely say that is the case, and maybe we c- we'll just leave it there for now. Um, so, we'll move on. Um, bottom of the TBR read one of the books that's been on your tbr pile that's to be read the longest do not keep a tbr read one of the books that you have been meaning to read for the longest time but haven't so there's no hard mode on this one for you um for me
1: promise of blood hasn't that been by brian oh dude yeah promise of blood that's a great one
0: yeah that's been on my tbr for forever um, and I'm so glad that we read that, you know. It's um, great um, military fantasy, really Flintlock. great magic systems. Flintlock, yes.
1: Yeah. Brian um, McClellan, uh, one of the folks taught by Brandon Sanderson himself, and you can see mm-hmm. his hard magic systems and, and the way it's kind of hard magic system fighting against soft magic system uh, with the more elemental mystical powers uh, of the privileged in there Uh, it's a great series overall so a lot of folks will probably enjoy that i guess we should probably be giving some semblance of this summary yeah why
0: not why not you know we're here um so we may as well go ahead and shout out some of these books that we've read and any book that's on here is obviously a recommend and that we um really enjoyed so Definitely want to make sure we include those. Now, Dylan, the next category is um, magical realism or literary fantasy. Read a book that portrays magical or unreal elements in an otherwise realistic or mundane environment. Um, So the hard mode is none of the 30 books in the linked thread, which I'm not going to check out any other linked threads for the sake of this episode. This would also be a spot for... um, the city we became. If you think, if you would classify New York City as a otherwise um, realistic or mundane environment, which I would, but maybe we should extend that. How about um, tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow? Are we gonna count There's that? No
1: magic in that.
0: A book that portrays oh magic. It portrays magic in an unmagic area. You're it's- correct. So that would not count. Um, I'm assuming yellow face. Literary fantasy. So does yellow face have any magical stuff? It doesn't, right?
1: What's that? What are you saying?
0: Yellow face has no magic in it, right?
1: No, it has no magic in it. Hmm. Uh, Literary fantasy, though. I'm I'm looking through my. The mountain and the sea is kind of
0: Mm. literary.
1: That would be a fantasy, though. It's really more sci-fi. This might be, oh, oh, uh, if we want to stretch for sci-fi, Stranger in a Strange Land, which I read is definitely literary, like, yeah, it's definitely literary. Um,
0: Now, we could put the house in the Cerulean Sea in here as well. Um, It's got magical creatures and blobby characters and sons of devils and all this other stuff in there. Um, set in a very mundane setting of like a Fire Island kind of place. Um, but I feel like we're going to want to use that for other stuff, but I'll put it in here because well, it is...
1: Yeah. Mundane jobs, Charles. Yeah, I mean, so there's
0: like... there's so many that the House in the Cerulean Sea would work for <laughs> that it's like, I'll put it here, but I think we should try and come up with some more. And shout out to the House in the Cerulean Sea for being such a... Trendy book that could cover so many squares um, in a contest designed to broaden reading horizons So that's a recommend for sure. So we'll put it in there. Um, Do you want to put your sci-fi book in there?
1: Stranger in a strange land. Yeah So, okay, okay, Charles. Yeah Another sort of sci-fi but Dune at this point is essentially literary i think like it is included i kind of we're considering
0: literary i didn't understand that part of this square okay
1: oh 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 oh, oh, charles charles literary fiction i mean what is literary fiction we're gonna end up being like googling that but um If it's anything that's in the fiction section rather than the fantasy sci-fi sections, then the Midnight Library, which I just read, would fit into that. Like, that's not being stocked as fantasy. Um,
0: Um, It's used as a synonym for literature, writing specifically considered to have considerable artistic merit. Um,
1: Okay, that's...
0: And it so, says employed in the genres of science fiction, crime fiction, and romance. See, so I think if you, were, if any science fiction book was going to be considered a literary classic, it would be Dune. And let's be real, we're not going to be able to put Dune anywhere else <laughs> in, in here. Uh, so right, I'm, 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 I, we're going to lean on the literary fantasy um, part of this, and we are going to put Dune. I like that. Let's save House in the Cerulean Sea for something else. Now, we're going into category number five, Young Adults. Uh, read a book that was written for young adults. Hard Mode is published in the last five years. Now, we had a bunch of recommendations for this, but none of them that we read. We said Skyward by Brandon Sanderson, Half a King. Oh, I read Half a King for the first time in oh. December. I okay, read girls. that. Yeah,
1: that's probably the choice. I also have Defiant, which is the final book of the Skyward series, which came out this year. Uh, so we will be in hard
0: mode? Let's put it in. We didn't yeah. read that much Brandon Sanderson this this reading period. So we read like some of the Stormlight Archive, which isn't going to get us too much points on the board. So that may be a place that we can use Sanderson in this young adult and but if we'll we put have to double Sanderson,
1: well. if we have to double him, then then so be it.
0: Because we're allowed to double uh, but, one author, right? Yes. That's part of the rules. Okay. So between those two, I'm feeling good. So highly so, recommend either of those books, honestly. like uh, If you're like yeah, me and you're just itching say, for more Abercrombie, come on.
1: Skyward series is Sanderson's take on uh, sci-fi. It is still, I would say, kind of more space fantasy-esque than it is hard sci-fi or anything like that, but it, it's a fun young adult series with a really great uh, one of those protagonists that's really rash and uh, takes everything on, super proactive uh, and come on, you got space and some magic system stuff going on. and You got, you got
0: space and magic, can't baby. Go wrong Let's go. So highly recommend Um, Okay, we're down to the second row, and so far we have not missed a square. It's gotten pretty close, a little dicey, but we have not missed anything. So in the second row, we have mundane jobs. So this is the protagonist has a commonplace job that can be found in the real world. Uh, We are also excluding soldiers. So hard mode, it does not take place on Earth. Now, this is another area where the house in the Cerulean Sea would work it doesn't it takes place on earth so that's a little bit of a bummer but um it does work um let's see where else are we going to find mundane jobs featured prominently
1: i mean depending on if you consider this mundane but i think it fits the the way the criteria is framed the mountain in the sea by ray nailer which is a story that we covered in a spoiler free episode Mm -hmm. Uh, it's about humankind discovering an octopus species that is extremely intelligent has its own language its own culture and they go to inspect it it also deals with some concepts of ai and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Uh, the main character is a marine biologist I mean, I don't think that's mundane, and you know, as jobs in but the real as world go, but jobs in a
0: fantasy book go, yes. it's mundane to be a science, like a like a marine biologist, like a legit one. Yes. So I agree with you that in the spirit of this tile in this contest, it should count. Wasn't the guy in Senlin ascends? Wasn't he like a lawyer or something? What was his job?
1: Oh, he was like the headmaster of a school
0: that's way more mundane nah, than a marine biologist yeah in my opinion <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> it depends on the no, school and the know. and their research I guess but uh, um, no shout out to all my uh, headmasters out there
1: <laughs> yeah okay so Sendlin ascend is about a guy who it's by Josiah Bancroft and it's about a guy whose wife goes missing in this tower Babel that mm-hmm. is has Almost endless floors, all the different floors are kind of a world onto themselves. And mm-hmm. he is searching for his wife who's gone. Would you consider like
0: Yellow Face, like a character being an author, a mundane job? It's not a fantasy, know. though. I don't think oh, we can count it for any of this. I keep looking at that being like, we've got to be able to use it, but you're right. Um, let's go with that. I mean, I don't see anywhere else that I would use it um so okay we shall continue to move along so the next read that we have is published in the 2000s but read a book that was published between 2000 and 2009 hard mode is it's not in the top 30 of our fantasy's best of 23 list so not gonna look at that what that is i think we'll be lucky to find a book that we've read from the 2000s in this period um we've read a lot of like pre-2000s and a lot of modern stuff uh let's see have we read anything that was I'm published in the 2000s oh man a dance of cloaks was published in 2010 so close okay. <laughs> so close by david dalglish it has early 2000s energy but it just being so close to like miss born and prince of thorns and all those things but i guess it was just released a little bit later just missed the cutoff. so
1: charles i'm seeing so many like 2010s
0: yeah that was enough so let's see what else do we have this is rough charles are we gonna get For this one, are we going to need to
1: one to go out on?
0: What a because we've read. Okay, what about Assassin's Quest? Right, when was that Charles. Charles. Yeah,
1: I read Choke by Chuck Palahniuk, the author of Fight Club, and it was published in two thousand two. Woo.
0: Okay, what's the
1: author's name? Chuck Palahniuk. He's author of How do you spell Fight Club?
0: I'm familiar with Fight Club.
1: L-A-H-N-I-U-K.
0: Okay, got it. I would have never gotten it. Okay, well, that's good, because I don't think... When was Maleficent 7? That was more recent, right? No, that was recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, dude, gee, willikers. That was tight. I've got nothing for that. Okay, that was a close one. We're good, we're good. Okay, Angels and Demons. Uh, story must feature angels or demons are both in a prominent role. Now, we did read um, Rage of Dragons, which was a first time for me. And that has demons in it. And I Charles. also read yes. Between Two Fires, which has yeah, legitimate angels and demons in it as well. So we have two choices there. But I think you got to put Between Two because that one was literally about religion and angels and demons so and shout out to Christopher Buman
1: yes and Charles quick summary besides it being about angels and demons
0: yeah okay you want a quick summary of the book um, it Not the takes whole book, place just
1: the premise
0: yeah so it's like a horror book with some fantasy influence it takes place during like the Black plague and it kind of relates the plague to like being a to being like demons just running wild in the real world and then you have this this older grizzled disenfranchised knight who stumbles upon this innocent young girl and he's just trying to get her to safety in France and as they go along their adventures they encounter all kinds of demons and horrible people and all kinds of horrible stuff and it's all themed around Redemption in the face of a lot of horrible stuff. And so, really great horror elements, really great um, fantasy elements. And I'm not super religious, but it uses religion in a really interesting way that's more like action and thematically driven than like preachy. So, um, highly recommend. And you know, we read The Black Tom Thief, which is a fantasy book with horror influence that we loved. And so if you loved that and you wanted to continue to read Buhlman's work, this is kind of a good transition into more of his horror work uh, with Between Two Fires.
1: There is a square coming up of horror, and I'm worried that that's the only book that's...
0: Well, should we put... We can still put Rage of Dragons in here. Um, I'm going to list both by Evan Winter. Yeah, obviously classic. Love that book too. And that one has demon-esque creatures so that yeah. they describe as demons and so i would count that um on the list so now we have square number oh, nine Charles, oh, left
1: and yeah. seven also has demons
0: does it now yes Maleficent.
1: literally the main well, arguably the main character is a demonologist oh
0: you know who also has demons is the house in the cerulean sea but i don't think we want sure, to burn that book sure. on this square but Yeah, don't use that. So Maleficent 7 I'll have here too. So we have three options to choose from depending on where the chips fall on the other squares. So I have all three kind of listed. And we'll move on to the next category where this one might be tough. Also, five SFF short stories. Any short SFF story as long as there are five of them. So you've read five? You've read read an anthology collection?
1: collection? I read a collection. Yeah. It's... um... Actually, the collection that has the story that inspired Arrival, one of our favorite oh, sci-fi movies, I love Arrival. Of, yeah, of the recent d- decades, uh, maybe of ever for us, it's called Stories of Your Life and Others by Ted Chang, and uh, it's it's got a variety of stories, um, ranging from I'm just reading the premise off of Goodreads here, like another tower of babel inspired thing people building a tower from earth to heaven and what happens if you break through to the other side what if the fundamentals of mathematics were found to be inconsistent uh what if uh, yeah and then what if exposure to an alien language forever changed our perception of time which is the story that inspired arrival so this is a whole collection i read the whole thing we Mm -hmm. are good it's all
0: sci-fi you said yeah
1: pretty much i mean
0: cool awesome so that's
1: got some twist to it that has something not in our reality
0: interesting i love that so i'll have to check and it was good you said i'll have to check it out I mean, yeah, I love Arrival, I guess, yeah. so that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> and I don't—I'm looking. Yeah. At, I haven't read a short story thing since Sharp Ends forever ago. So I'm overdue for a short story collection. Good thing you uh, read Stories of Your Life and Others by Ted Chang. Now, this is the square you are referring to—the horror square. Read a book in the horror genre, hard mode, not Stephen King or H.P. Lovecraft. I think Between Two Fires is the most horror book. That either of us have read in this time period, right? Um, Do you consider Gideon the Ninth? It's not really horror. It doesn't really count.
1: Um, I would not consider that horror unless we really have to. I mean, it's not like
0: traditional (laughs) horror. It uses like necromancers and there is suspense, but it's not. Between Two Fires is the most true to the square book that we have in the mix. Um, hmm. i don't see anything else certainly lots of books we've read have like mature stuff that would be considered a horror element but that is where we got to go so if we're putting between two fires in the horror square in the angels and demons square we have either maleficent seven or rage of dragons still in the list
1: yeah so, I think Maleficent Seven might end up being the one in there just because I'm, is, I'm seeing other things that that probably make sense for Rage of Dragons.
0: Alright, so we'll we'll put Cameron Johnson on the top of this list here for Maleficent Seven. Yeah. Um, that's
1: kind of that story is kind of a if you if you know Kings of the Wild by Nicholas Eames, it's kind of got elements of I'm I'm talking about Maleficent Seven for Mm. folks. Uh, Mm. That story has uh, a bunch of kind of past their prime villains uh, who (laughs) are all getting together, and uh, it's uh, yeah, get the uh, the gang is back in town, and they're gonna fight off an arguably worst worst villain who is going to uh, (laughs) cause some serious damage to the world that they love question mark uh it's kind of zany fun action-packed and humorous and grimdark
0: i love all of that yeah and we're we we have some interesting stuff coming around the corner with cameron johnson too that we'll maybe be able to talk about one day but yes um that is very cool
1: author's name (laughs) i don't think i remember Too. okay (laughs) next up is self-published or indie publisher so I mean, We can take our pick on too. this one.
0: Yeah, the first
1: thing that comes to mind for me is uh, we're reading Legacy of the Brightwash by Crystal Matar. I'm we very sure close are. to finished with it. We will certainly be finished with it long before the deadline. So yep. i to count it. Um, me too. That's the first thing that comes to mind.
0: That is the first thing that comes to mind. We've read a lot of indie books, though, but I think we will just go ahead and throw that one in there for now. And let us continue along our way.
1: That book Um, is Gaslamp Fantasy with uh, the premise is kind of a mystery. A uh, regulation officer stumbles upon the body of a dead girl and has been mutilated and he has to find out why. Uh, It's a lot more complicated than that. It's got a lot of romance, steamy spicy romance elements uh in it and it is uh, yeah a unique book that i'm excited to talk about with you soon charles
0: that is exciting yeah no i'm about you know halfway through it myself we plan to it's one of our next book discussions coming up on the show got a lot of love for it on social to read it so that is it's it's really exciting to be able to kind of React to that and, and join in on that conversation. It's a first time read for me, so I'm excited to get into that in more detail in the very near future on this show. And it is a self published book that we can include here, happily so. Um, so the next category is set in the Middle East or Middle Eastern SFF. Read a book that is set in the Middle East or in an analogous setting that is based on real world Middle Eastern settings, myth, and culture. Um, so we've got a couple choices here. Would you consider like um, the Judas Blossom as Middle Eastern inspired? It's kind of really all over the place because it's, it's like an alternate history around um, the Mongolian Empire and they're everywhere in that book. It's kind of a stretch, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, so they're invading Persia.
0: Yeah, um, so and that's that where it takes place. Yeah. That is the yeah, setting.
1: I, I would say it actually fits very well when you take that into mind, because yeah. Persia is... In the modern day, it's Iran, which is one of the first mm-hmm. places you would think of when you talk about the Middle East, and yeah. the vast majority of it is taking place in Persia. So I actually think it's a fantastic fit for this square. So um, Stephen, the Aaron's, battle
0: drum, the Judas blossom, the battle drum. Did we read that in this time period?
1: That's a good question.
0: Actually, I don't think there's um, no way we did. Oh wait, we did. We read the we read May, the battle 23rd, drum in 23rd, May, 23rd. bro. Ooh. We got our pick of the litter here. We'll definitely be using both of these books. Wow. Yeah. It feels like so long ago that we read that. Um, Battle Drum by Sara El-Arifi. Book two of The Final Strife. Or no, The Ending Fire Trilogy. Yes. And book one is The Final Strife. of Sara El-Arifi, big fan. Um, we've talked about is these Mil-Dee's- books
1: a lot just middle east is it middle east inspired because it says
0: analogous inspires. setting that is based yeah. on the middle east is also acceptable so it's kind of a mix of middle eastern and her um, Ghanaian heritage as well and she said that multiple times and said that directly to us on our show and the times <laughs> that we've interviewed her so i've that absolutely counts i just assume that was way earlier than the reading period which i'm glad you double checked because Either one of those books will count. I'll list both for now, and I'm sure whichever one we don't use for this one, we'll use in another square. Um, So, super excited about that. Let's go on to the next one. Published in 2023. A book published for the first time in 2023. No reprints or new editions. Hard mode. It's also a debut novel. Uh, So, we've read a lot of 2023 published books that we can put on this list it's just a matter of which one makes sense i don't know if we've oh wait no we haven't Do we do any debut authors i don't think so not yet anyway but it, oh published um, in 2023 so it doesn't even oh, count oh, if we oh, were...
1: what about the book that wouldn't burn mark Lawrence?
0: yeah of course but i mean not a debut um but that oh, can't debut is the
1: hard mode sorry. is the hard I mode looking. i was looking to see if it's
0: because we also read babies, Judas so. Blossom, which we won't use for this. The Bone Roots by Gabriella Houston um, was another one that we read that came out in 2023.
1: You're looking that I'll put
0: for on this list. Well, I'm looking for both. Uh, came out in 2023 and debut. If we get a debut one, that would be great. But neither The Book That Wouldn't Burn or The Bone Roots or Judas Blossom. Um, we also did... Um, We read Loki by Melvin Burgess, which also wasn't a first time.
1: Far from a debut. Far from a (laughs) debut
0: with Melvin. And I think
1: that that's going to fit well into our myths and retelling square coming up. So let's stay away from that one for the the published in 2023. I honestly think, although I don't think we can do a debut, which is kind of sad. We haven't read any debut authors this year. Um, But... I'm gonna say that it's got to be a book that wouldn't burn. Just looking at some of these other.
0: Well, we've other got options. a couple choices. We've got um, the Battle Drum by Sarah Leafy, the Book That Wouldn't Burn by Mark Lawrence. Oh no 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 no! Wait, yeah, the Battle Drum was published in 2023. Yes, but we we're we using it potentially for the other square. So we got the Book That Wouldn't Burn, the Bone Roots. I think Roots we're
1: probably using Judas Blossom for that uh, for the Middle East.
0: One. okay yeah so we got judas so we've got a bunch of judas blossom battle drum the book that wouldn't burn the bone roots loki we wrote a lot of cutting edge stuff um so i'll have the book that wouldn't burn the bone roots by gabriella houston and loki by melvin burgess here and whichever we'll move them around but we have at least yeah. a, we have choices we did not oh. hit the debut author hard mode but i can live with that
1: yeah all right let's keep rolling here um so we'll we'll talk about whichever one whichever book we select finally mm-hmm. there um i'm actually th- seeing multiverses yeah. here charles mm-hmm. and book that would fits into that there one we well.
0: go a hundred percent that's probably where i would put this too because we don't have a whole lot of options here um so yeah you want to explain the category and and the book for us
1: yeah all right. Well, let me find the category. good
0: luck. Explain the book is a is a rather ambitious one to try and explain. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, okay. but there's a lot of and
1: that. alternate reality. Ooh, Midnight Library works for this one too, Charles. Um,
0: That's one of your reads.
1: Read a book in which the setting contains at least two universes, dimensions, planes, realities, etc. That characters within the book can travel between. Multiple worlds in the same physical plane of existence, such as planets within a universe, would not count for the square. Hard mode characters do not walk through a literal door uh, to get to another world. Okay, well, I would say this accomplishes that counts. hard mode. That counts, that um, counts. But anyway, a book that wouldn't burn without getting too much into a multiverse aspect of it, uh, which can probably be a little spoilery. Uh, it is the story of a it's really two main characters uh it is uh, a girl who comes from the dust like from very humble beginnings and then is brought to a place with this massive library that just has all information known to humankind and beyond humankind uh Mm -hmm. and it also has this kind of parallel tale that's taking place of this guy who grew up in the library and and doesn't know anything else and how their lives intertwine uh we won't get into the details of that but it's a fantastic i would say phantasmagorical (laughs) story and one of mark lawrence's best covers both the more literary big picture themes like what happens when we have access to all this information and who controls Mm. it the abuse of the
0: control of information and all that
1: all that stuff uh as Mm. well as the classic mark lawrence style action that we and fun that we all come to expect so Mm. great story can't go wrong with using it here Midnight nope. Library also works. So if we you know
0: what doing, also yes. works here is um The City We Became. It's all about branching universes and parallel universes and alternate realities. It's all in there as well. Um Okay. Yeah. It doesn't it, it it goes to different dimensions. It it talks mostly about the theory of a million other realities. And it only goes to another dimension a few times. So it barely counts in that aspect where it says that the setting has to be in two different realities, which it technically is. But it, it talks a lot about multiverses, too. So uh, branching paths and whatnot. It's uh, but we'll put I think the book that wouldn't burn is the, the book for here. Um now we've got the POC author. Author must be a person of color. Hard mode. Novel takes place in a futuristic sci-fi world. Again, City We Became would have knocked this one out of the park. Although it's not really futuristic, it is sci-fi. Note, this is now a recurring yearly square. Okay, but hard mode will be challenging every year to keep it exciting. Well I don't know what that means. Okay. So would you consider let's see. We've got a couple choices here I've got to go a from. Few here. So, so it's a just a matter of what we, we want Sarah to put Illa here. Reefi, yeah. the uh,
1: Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter. Those are the the two that come to mind. I'm sure we've got a lot more, but let's say we use the Judas Blossom for our, which I think is a, is a great fit for the uh, Middle Eastern inspired st- uh, space. For sure.
0: <laughs> exactly. And,
1: then I was looking for the word square on why that was so hard for me to find, but then yeah, let's let's go with the Battle Drum by Sara Al which is a continuation of her Ending Fire trilogy, uh, which is the story of a uh, um, really primarily a, a couple women uh, surrounded by this, uh, or I mean, there's three main characters, uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Point being. There's a cast system. We have characters from each of these casts, and it is based on the color of your blood. Uh, it centers around a lot of, a lot of themes of power and oppression and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's also a queer norm setting, so a we'll fit for that later square. And yeah, really great character work. Really great mm-hmm. world building. All of it. Love stars.
0: All right fourth row across this one is an odd square i don't think it's a fair square if i'm being honest either book club or read-along book any past or active our fantasy book club counts um so you can see our past read-alongs here so i get they want to do a little bit of self-promotion that's fair they do a lot of work in making this and all that but um we, I have no idea what's going on in the read-alongs in our Fantasy Zero. Um, we had mentioned that there was a Steven Erickson one back when we did this at the beginning of the 23 Book Bingo Challenge. But we did not read anything in there. Um, any past or active book clubs count? See the full list. So let's check out that full list, I guess. Yeah. Oh, do I have the page? Okay. I think That's I did. It's a lot of books. So maybe by some dumb luck, one of these things that we've read is also on these lists. <laughs> Charles, yeah. Realm
1: of the Elderlings by Robin Hobb. Uh, if we're... Okay. Okay, but we did use... We've stuff. already
0: used it, but maybe yes. we can move some stuff around. like
1: Let's see if anything else comes up. Charles, when did we read Broken Earth, which would have been your first? Or, or, that was probably too long. Ago.
0: That was too long ago. Yeah, Ooh, unfortunately. Charles, Charles. Yeah.
1: Josiah Bancroft, Books of Babel, Senlin ascends. Did, we oh, we're kind of using that at some. We're
0: using that as a mundane right. job right now, but we had options. Okay. We had options. Keep looking. Senlin ascends is another option. Well,
1: Dune is in there too but we're oh, using Dune.
0: Killing me. We're using Dune for um, what Literary. Are we using it for? Literary. Yeah, we gotta use it for that. Unless yeah, you would also consider that. Robin Hobb literary as well but either way it doesn't solve our problem. Um,
1: when did we read the final book of the Greenbone Saga?
0: That was literally in March. <laughs> March 6, Oof. 23. We just Brutal. missed it i know so brutal (laughs) um nothing for is there anything for stormlight archive dude we read rhythm of war in right at the beginning of april there's gotta be a stormlight archive read along right you've got you've got to assume either that or we're starting it (laughs) okay Um, i'm
1: searching stormlight archive bada bing bada boom bada bing bada boom
0: have we put sanderson anything else yet we did we used him for one other thing didn't we oh Uh, young adult but we also had half a king on there
1: okay throw half a king in and then
0: so this will be um this will be the rhythm of war oh yes oh yes so far we're doing it we're doing it guys so i'm gonna put rhythm of war in here rhythm of war Shout out.
1: I really did not think we would have a shot at finishing (laughs) the bingo board, but... We're close, dude. We've gotten lucky a couple times, but...
0: If we get any of them on the fifth row, too, then we at least have, like, a column or a row or something done, you know? Uh, Let's see. A novella. Oof. Let's see. Read a work of fiction between 17.5 and 40K words. Hard mode, not published by Tor I've
1: got which has two. a new name
0: now. Okay, yeah, you've got yes. two. What's okay, here? I've
1: got two that can work. Uh, one of which
0: is a confession,
1: and one of is which how you
0: lose the time war a novella.
1: It is, but I don't. I think I read that a little too early. I'm checking right now when I finish. Oh it.
0: yeah, that's the end of March. I'm looking at the date. It's literally the last episode we released before we got into uh, april <laughs> that's a bummer <laughs> that is a bummer all right
1: but i've got two options here so we're good one is the ocean at the end of the lane by neil gaiman and oh that's i mean i don't see any reason not to throw that in unless we need it later and the other book charles yeah
0: self-report the narrow
1: road between desires by patrick rothfist which I I did read without
0: you. I, I did. You read it, huh? Well, wasn't it already part of a series? That I mean, what I would have read it too. Like I know I should have told you. I was purposefully holding it. Whatever, it's fine. We'll settle
1: that off the air. It's all it's all good yeah. because
0: it gets us to. We have two good options here for novella, so I'm, gonna I'm say down for that.
1: Ocean at the end of the lane. It's about a. A uh, guy in his who's middle aged now. He goes back to his childhood home, and he's kind of he's there for a funeral, I believe, and he's kind of reflecting on his childhood, and he starts to remember all of these strange, uh, and sort of adventures that he had with this girl that he was friends with named Letty, uh, and it is classic Neil Gaiman. It's got some kind of creepy elements to it but it also brings about a lot of the like weird nostalgia of what it's like growing up and that i think a lot of people will be able to relate to uh and then narrow road between desires is it's patrick rolfus it's the king killer chronicle it's the book that isn't the third book that everyone's been anxiously awaiting it's a novella about bast who is uh, (laughs) quote's apprentice essentially
0: excellent and that brings us to the next category which we have our choice here mythical beasts read a book that prominently features at least one mythical beast meaning a creature that doesn't exist in reality i mean you did fourth wing we both read Mm -hmm. um we both read uh the other one sarah j mass Um, The Bone Roots would be a great one here because Gabriella Houston pulled a lot of Polish Slavic folklore into her creatures in this. You know, there was an emphasis on creatures there. Um, I mean, what, like, we've got choices, man. We've got choices.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of feeling as long as Myths and Retelling coming up, we use Loki, uh, then... I think oh, that. But onwards. wait, then
0: that that kind of burns our read in twenty twenty three.
1: We used Loki for that.
0: Well, we had so read in twenty twenty three. We've had to move all the other books around. So right now we have, I had Bone Roots and Loki were the two that I had in there. Um, so maybe we can put like mm. Fourth Wing or, um. I forget the name of Sarah J. Maas's books, a court of thorns. A court of thorns and roses. Thorns and roses. Wow. Yeah, you know that multi-million-dollar book franchise um, could also go here. You have fairies and stuff. Back to that to me counts. But is that a creature? But it had creatures.
1: Oh yeah, it had all sorts of other creatures, mythical
0: like beasts. Were... So we want to put a yeah. court of thorns and roses in here.
1: Yeah, put that in there.
0: because we want to use. Okay, elemental magic. Read a book that has elemental magic. The primary magic within the world deals with classical elements like earth, wind, air, water, or fire. Okay. Charles, can we yeah.
1: discuss that you wrote A Court of Thorns and Roses? Are you hungry? Oh. This, <laughs> I am very that hungry. That's the name of the people place <laughs> in our local town that we <laughs> Roses. <laughs> roses with an A, you yeah. Craving roses chicken bacon slices one of those sicilian
0: slices and those chicken bacon slices all day buffalo slice chicken ricotta oh, yeah. i mean you name it um but now we have the challenge of elemental magic a hard mode not jim butcher or um ve schwab's shades of magic which no worries there we didn't read those so, which ones will have elemental magic? I feel like we read something that had elemental magic. Fourth recently. Wing
1: does have elemental magic, even it's not the crux of the story. But all the so Fourth Wing for anyone who doesn't know about this <laughs> huge uh, series that's like topping the best selling list, not just for fantasy, but it's a romanticy book uh, that centers around a. St- Sort of magic college based around dragons, people becoming dragon riders, and they also have powers based on their link, magic powers individually based on their link to their dragon, and elemental magic is present as at least one person's uh, powers. So,
0: hmm, that that qualifies as far as I'm concerned. You wouldn't consider necromancy. Like, didn't Gideon the Ninth have elemental stuff going on? Not as the focus, but didn't other houses weren't they able to like control stuff? (laughs) With elements?
1: Yeah. Didn't Hmm. the
0: different houses have different abilities? Um I kinda remember that being a thing. And only the ninth house was the uh, was the house that had the necromancy uh Hmm. i'm trying to think have
1: elemental i'm also thinking the element i was thinking of that i could definitely say the character at least one character has is feels like it's an element to me but it's not one of these fourth uh one of these Mm. four elements i'll also say charles there's definitely elemental magic and the Powder Mage series, but we're currently using uh, Promise of Blood as your like it's been sitting on the TBR forever. Mm. We can look to see if what there's else has other been on the TBR that fit into that.
0: Ooh, good question. I mean, I can't really count Sanderson on that. Should see. No, not that one. I mean, Rage of Dragons would count, but we're using that for something else, right? Are we? Are we? Angels
1: and Demons, or?
0: No, because we we did... We're using... Oh, that was Horror. No, we are using it for Angels and Demons, because we had to put um, Between Two Fires in Horror. So... Oh, wait,
1: aren't we using... We let's go back, because I thought we ended up deciding on Maleficent 7 for...
0: Ooh... Interesting. Maleficent seven. So but we're using Rage of Dragons here anyway, and we can continue, right? Like
1: I mean. Sorry, using Rage of Dragons for which one? For the
0: We're using Rage of Dragons right now for the demons. Angels and demons. Um we also have Maleficent Seven there. But That's what, I'm, what saying I'm saying is if we're just going to put fourth wing in the elemental and move on then we're good no matter what. I we can have to no longer though.
1: confirm that one of the four Uh-oh. elements listed are I feel like probably but I just Uh-oh. I'd have to look into.
0: Last it. thing we need is a controversy doing like you can't do me like dirty like this. Um so it says books that ha- Primary magic within the world deals with the classic elements. So it very specifically says earth, air, water, fire, like Avatar style. So it's got to be one of those four.
1: I bet because they have so many, there's so many different powers mentioned. Like I feel like wind, I feel pretty confident. Um,
0: Give me one sec. Give me one sec. (laughs) so i will continue and just say hey look for myths and retellings we have the choice of either loki i think loki is the one you got to put here right like we'll leave the bone roots as are published in 2023 oh wait then who's our monsters oh um court of thrones and roses are monsters This is where it gets tricky because now we're towards the end and now we have to start moving stuff around. So we got this. We got this. For myths and retellings, it's got to be Loki by Melvin Burgess, um, where he wrote a total retelling of a lot of classic Norse mythology from the perspective of Loki. Um, If you're interested in Norse mythology at all, the wit and charm that Melvin Burgess brings to Loki and just the appreciation and admiration melvin has for loki interviewing him was so fun because he was just you know willing to be get into all the mischievous nature of loki and you could tell the passion was there and it it comes across in the writing as well so i think that's the one we gotta do even though there's you know we could also put court of thorns and roses as a retelling so many retellings lately but um loki's the most direct match and we have the room to put it there So Dylan, any updates on the elemental magic or shall I go to the next category? Just, you
1: got to keep rolling here. I will
0: keep this thing moving. So the next one that we have is a queer norm setting. This is a book set in a world where queerness is normalized, accepted and prevalent within communities. Uh, Characters are not othered, ostracized or remarkable in any way for their queerness. Hard mode, not a futuristic setting. So, I mean, the perfect one for this is the house in the cerulean sea is my thought didn't we use that on something else or do we did we have it as an option for this exact i think thing? we've been saving it i Charles, think we've been saving ice,
1: it. ice is ice water
0: <laughs> i would say yes i would say ice is for sure if you're going by avatar rules they lived in an ice place um Yeah, we've kept it. It's kind of been sitting as an alternate in the mundane jobs category, but we have Sunland Ascends and The Mountain in the Sea for that. So I think we can put The House in the Cerulean Sea as our queer norm setting. Um, I will say Legacy of the Brightwash has that going on too, a little bit. And then um, so does... um, So many of the books that we've read. The Spear Cuts Through Water, which I read in March, so it doesn't quite count. Um, Sar El Arifi, the Battle Drum, would count here too. But we've already put that somewhere else. Priory of the Orange Tree, which you had read before this happened. So lots of options, but I think we're good with the house in the Cerulean Sea. So I'm going to keep going until you stop me as we do the research here. Um, Coastal (laughs) or island setting? saying ice...
1: Is definitely an elemental magic uh, by nature of fire. Um, then, I mean, by, by nature, nature of, of water, water,
0: you mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you're, you're pan- We're panicking right now. I'm we're panicking. Are in, we are in panic mode. <laughs> is ice an elemental magic? I think we need to put that one out to the fans. You know, is ice considered an elemental power? But so they can manipulate ice but not water? How does that work? Uh, like, if their ice got melted, could they still use it? <laughs> what is the power? <laughs> Bro, you are to, panicking. <laughs> it's defined
1: in that level of detail, but I'm panicking. That's all I can <laughs> say for sure.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, I will keep going then while we think on that, because the next one is coastal or island setting. Story features a major setting that is near or surrounded by sea. Now, obviously, House in the Cerulean Sea would be good for this one. Um, Wizard of Earthsea, which we read way before. Lies of Locke Lamora, again, we've read but doesn't count for this period. So we have to think of others. If you consider Manhattan an island, then you could do The City We Became. But again, we've also, used, we've also used that um, for another series. So the question now becomes, is there one we haven't considered yet? Or do we have to start moving things around? So I'm looking through our different reads here. Aye, so aye, you, aye.
1: While I was panicking, you, yeah, yeah you used House in the Cerulean Sea as for queer the norm queer norm setting,
0: which we have we flexibility might, there.
1: Yeah, I'm, we can. What other options do we have for queer norm setting?
0: Um, Legacy of the Bright Wash battle drum which i think we're using both of those for something else Mm -hmm. um did we end up using the book that wouldn't burn oh the alternate realities um let's see what else
1: we could use midnight library in alternate realities. do we we use
0: gideon the ninth here for queer norm yes I think that would yes, be a do. good fit. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, Gideon the Ninth by Tamson Muir, which is described as like a like lesbians in space story. Yes. So I think it fully embraces the category. It's not only queer norm, it's like queer, like is it, you know? This is is the priority. Which I guess in a sense is normalizing it, right? When you're celebrating it. So Um, It's not like people are being ostracized or canceled or remarked on for being queer at all. It's, it's so, I think it counts. So Gideon the Ninth goes into the queer norm category. Coast, oh wait, oh yeah, so then Coastal, that frees up House in the Cerulean Sea. That's, okay, we're back, we're back. Um, Mm -hmm. So there we go. House in the Cerulean Sea takes place on an island. Perfect. Next. This one could be tricky. Druids, a book that heavily features druids. Um, Now, could we consider the bone roots for druids? And in that case, do we need to rework wherever we put the bone roots, which was, uh, I think, was it 2023 that we put them? Yeah, we need a new publisher in 2023. That's not Loki, Bone Roots, um, Judas Blossom. Okay. Did we put what's it called anywhere yet? Oh, we did. We put Legacy of the Brightwash under self-publish.
1: My advice, Charles, would be yeah. throw Midnight Library into multiverses and take book that wouldn't burn and make that published in
0: Midnight um, Library. Who wrote Midnight Library again? Matt Haig. Matt, how do you spell, spell Haig? As I move book that wouldn't burn to published in 2023. H-A-I-G. H-A-I-G. And we yeah. are putting druids. Although, yeah, it totally counts. T- totally counts powers for Powers from
1: nature. That
0: powers from nature. That is what this whole book bonkers. is freaking about. That starts with a woman using her powers to birth babies out of a tree. So, Yeah. Totally counts. Uh, Let's see, and thank goodness for that, uh, because we would have been in trouble. All right, so featuring robots, read a book that features robots, androids. Now, this could also um, uh, be—is it would be a spoiler to say the book that I'm thinking of right now? (laughs) (laughs) It would. I don't think so. It doesn't because there are characters that just are like sentinel. (laughs) guards but I don't know if I want oh, to say the yeah. book but don't worry, I'm not I don't think it's a spoiler I'm just trying to remember but I don't think it is but now that we've talked about it so much now I'm afraid that just by even yeah. saying this book now it brings let's see if we can find another book instead um, that features androids uh, robots or the like um Let's see. No, no, no. So, okay, okay.
1: The Mountain in the Sea has a character who is like an AI, basically, in a rope like probably oh. more cyborgy or whatever, but...
0: It's his clockwork machines yeah. or automatons. It's got to count. So the okay. Mountain in the Sea. So then we are 100% putting um, Senlin Ascends as the mundane jobs.
1: Better fit, anyway.
0: Okay, The Mountain and the Sea by Ray Naylor. Ray Nay. Dude,
1: we're going to do this.
0: We're so close. There's only one category left, and that is the sequel. Read a book that is a sequel to another book. Um, So which one do we pick at this point? I mean, we're allowed to duplicate authors, so we could go Robin Hobb or um, Brian McClellan with the Powder Mage Trilogy um but are there others that we have read I mean,
1: can you repeat in series there's no i also read
0: the that. world we make which is also a second book in a series
1: could you imagine if we lose based on a sequel?
0: <laughs> guys we need a sequel um <laughs> it's not even a good one to ask for a recommendation <laughs> um because <laughs> we read battle drum <laughs> I read The World We Make, uh, The Rhythm of War. But all of these.
1: Wait, we used Rhythm of War as uh, the read along. The read along, right?
0: So we kind of need that. So can we repeat an author in the same series? If we can, then we just double Robin Hobb and we're done. Yeah. That's our one repeat. You can't use the same book more than once. You may not repeat an author on the card. Oh, you can't wait It says you can't you may not repeat an author At all and you can't use the same book It says only one square can be a reread But it says you may not repeat an author except for the short story square and you can't use the same book more than once
1: the same book more than once? Wait, yes. You can use the same book multiple times?
0: No, it says you can't what? use the same book more than uh. once. And then it says you may not repeat an author except on the short stories square. Yeah. As long as you're not using that same book twice. You can repeat the author wow. twice for short stories, but not the book. And you can't repeat Ooh, okay. books. So we're actually in some trouble here. Um, but I think, okay, I think if we work, if we work, if we commit to this, I think we can move some stuff around and make this happen. We just need to seriously think for a second. Nobody leaves until we figure this out. So, yeah.
1: Did we use Skyward's, uh, Seek Defiant? Did we use that for Young Adult?
0: We use Brandon Sanderson, though. We can't repeat Brandon Sanderson. I'm just saying. No, we used half a king King. for Joe Abercrombie. Okay. Yeah.
1: We Um, used half a king.
0: Sequel, sequel. So, let's see.
1: (laughs) This is so sad. Oh no! (laughs) This is what's happening. Wait,
0: we've read sequels to Sarah J. Moss. We read the second one. There's a window. The Wings of Wealth and Ruin. If we put that here, and then we go back, that's
1: not right. (laughs) whatever not even close <laughs> a court of mist and fury
0: uh, what's <laughs> the, the wings uh, of
1: wealth and ruin
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: <laughs> but the confidence
0: you knew what I was talking about okay the communication was achieved but okay. what's the second book called after all that
1: <laughs> I said it mist and fury a court of mist and fury I have another idea okay if we use the novella square with the ocean at the end of the lane, I think it is fair to use the Kingkiller Chronicle number 2.6, The Narrow Road yes. Between Desires. Yes, it
0: totally is. It totally is. I agree. The ocean at the end of the lane is the novella and then you have Patrick Rothfuss making an appearance right at the end, saving our butts as the narrow road between desires. But honestly, where did we put Court of Thorns and Roses uh, in Mythical Beasts? Dude, we could have we could have found another Mythical Beasts book and put um, the second book of the Court of Thorns and Roses series in that slot, too. But I like this also. This works. Um trying to think of where there were creatures abound um, in our reading, but I'm not going to stress about it too much because... What did
1: we use Loki on?
0: Um, retelling.
1: Okay, yeah, don't want to mess with that.
0: Yeah, we don't, don't want to mess with it. that. We did it. Don't worry about it. We did it. Wow, we did it. I was so we surprised. Did I did not think we were going to be able to make it. Um... I mean, jury's still out. What could ruin us is this whole ice elemental magic thing. That really, oh, I, this whole thing I, I comes totally apart. <laughs> <I> <laughs> this whole that out. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could just skirt, but the fans aren't gonna forget, Dylan. If we publish this and say, "Hey, we've done it," and people see Fourth Wing in the elemental magic spot, and they go, "What the heck?" You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna blame you 100%. I haven't read this book. um Um, it would be fair to
1: blame me 100 percent um elemental magic so okay charles does the elemental magic have to be done by humans i mean we have fire breathing dragons
0: oh man now you are bringing in it says read a book that has elemental magic the primary magic within the world deals with the classical elements earth wind slash air water and fire
1: to say so, that the primary magic within a world where dragons are the main magical thing that and they breathe fire to say that I is think not
0: technically you could argue the case i don't think it is in the spirit of the square <laughs> as it was intended but i think you can make the case that fire breathing dragons when no other magic source exists
1: there are other magic sources but it, the primary would be is the dragons.
0: dragons that's a good point I'm just trying to think god but we put we put Gideon the Ninth in the queer norm slot
1: I'm not even confident that L, and it, I would not call it the primary either
0: no, necromancy is the primary. By to me, far. the
1: primary magic used in the in Fourth Wing is fire coming from dragons. That is my interpretation. Well, this is
0: going to be controversial, um, but you know what? Even if the fa- like, we need to put a poll out there. Does the Fourth Wing qualify for elemental magic? Yes or no? We put that out there. And then what we have to decide after that is if it's a no, then we'll just—that's the one square that we're missing, and that's a, should be a relatively easy one to fix. Because in the past, I've read like the Sword of Kaigen, which was elemental, and you know, there's a bunch of options out there. We live in a post-avatar world where, where um, elemental magic is is all the rage. So I'm sure we could find something. But by golly, I hope the, the fourth wing counts because we're not reading like i'm looking at what's coming up on our reading schedule there's nothing there that screams elemental magic charles yeah uh,
1: this might be a little little tease here for the future weren't we going to start rereading the name of the (laughs) wing?
0: That should count as <laughs> elemental. He really wait, 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 does. Sorry.
1: We used Rofus. We we just used Rofus, literally.
0: Like oh, but if we used him for ago. the short story, then we could use him twice <laughs> for Name of the Wind, and the short story. It's a novella, <laughs> not a short story. Oh right, right. It count.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> so then, we and, are. The only we are one desperate. that we are questioning at all <laughs> is the by far most popular book on yeah. this list. Um, yeah. Especially now that we're on TikTok. I don't even want to make a TikTok about this, Charles, because I can't handle if if we get backlash. I think people I, would
0: understand that we're desperate to make the case, and if they think we have a case, we're not going to go out here saying it is. We're going to put a we're going to put an asterisk on the list. And say, do we have some reading to do or does this count? You know, I think that's the the fairness here. And yeah, I mean, honestly, I think today we're already over an hour. I think we're good. And all we have to do is figure out if we need to read an elemental magic story or not. That's really where how this fell. I'm kinda of surprised. I thought for sure it would be I mean, we were kinda of, it was it was getting close. We were it was touch and go at the end. We were we were pulling on some some, some books here to, to get where we needed to go. But twenty five books, dude, all covered in this year long time frame. We did it.
1: Yeah, we did. And that's what's kinda of exciting when you step back and think about it, is this is a List of categories that mm. is specifically designed to broaden people's reading and their reading habits. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we didn't even make a specific attempt to fit these categories, and we arguably hit every single one, <laughs> certain, you know, 24 to out of 25, arguably, <laughs> in case there are arguments about fourth wing. But it, that being said. Especially with a month plus to go, uh, the fact that we hit could read every one single book and be one done. of these categories over the last year just goes to show what I'm excited to say, which is FTF is doing some broad reading here. We're covering a lot of categories. We're reading authors who write from all different perspectives who write all different settings who write Mm -hmm. all different kinds of stories who come Mm -hmm. from different backgrounds and identities it's like charles that's super exciting to be able to reflect upon here and if the one thing we are missing is elemental magic I mean, we still did a pretty great job. <laughs> we also had to really
0: seconds. like. We were pretty desperate for published in the two thousands. We had to pull on the Fight Club guy for that. But um, <laughs> 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 let's be real What's here. What's wrong
1: with the Fight Club
0: guy? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's. We didn't talk about him on the show. He's not fantasy. But he, uh, no, I mean, Charles. is Choke a fantasy story?
1: Choke has. Uh, I might be confusing it with a with another. Let me double check, but I think that I'm pretty confident Choke has fantasy elements. Dude, Chuck Palinuk is like he writes the same book over and over and over again, and it's always a worse version of Fight Club. Um, <laughs> the question is, how much worse is always <laughs> the um so give me give me a second here.
0: Um It does say it was published in 2001.
1: That is not in debate.
0: It's a novel. It's a satire. It's a dark comedy. It's psychological fiction, which I don't think it has. Does it have to be a fantasy book? That wasn't one of the rules.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think speculative fiction is kind of, you know, assumed.
0: But it doesn't say in the rules.
1: Hmm.
0: Nowhere in the rules does it say it has to be fantasy. It can be other fiction.
1: Um, this is Airtime, Charles.
0: It says it's not in at least one of the official monthly book discussions. Okay, uh, so yeah, that's it. In my opinion, it counts. But again... Maybe we could read an Elemental Magic book published in the 2000s. Oh, but we can't duplicate. Ah! But there's so many great books published in the 2000s that we could pull from um, that hopefully wouldn't be rereads. I mean, we got The Name of the Wind, The Final Empire, The Lies of Locke Lamora, American Gods could be good, The Blade Itself, yeah. The Red Wolf Conspiracy. Like, that was a golden age of... of um like Grimdark Fantasy was the 2000s. And we've read a lot of the ones that were popular. So it would be interesting to have to dive into that era again and find something we hadn't read before. Um, totally down for that. It's an exciting exercise. But you read Choke, dude. You read Choke. You can't It was take published that from in me. 2001. It is a fiction book. A work of fiction a fantastical work of fiction. And nowhere in the rules does it say you have to read an SFF book. You just have to read a book that was read but that was published between 2000-2009 and not in the top 30 of our fantasy's best of 2023 list. Now I haven't checked the list, but I don't think Choke is going to be on there. So <laughs> no. I think we are good. At, I think because well,
1: it's arguably not fantasy. It's expected <laughs> fiction in any sense. There are books written by him that are definitely, and I think I was thinking choke was was one of you those. read like, it right since I, last April. <laughs> I read it like yeah, I definitely read it since last April because I'm looking at my Goodreads, and okay, um, oh oh no, uh, yeah, I definitely read it in the right time period. The question is whether or not it counts as. Um.
0: I mean, Whether the, or not it it's it's being... fiction, literary fiction. Like, it's good. There are... It's fine.
1: Yeah. Let me let me look at the. There's well, the guys.
0: we obviously look we've got a month to tinker with the list so if there are issues with it there's we still have a chance i mean we're literally looking at what maybe one or two categories that we may be stretching the bounds of the rules but for the most part we did it and that is just without even you know necessarily trying like we always try and diversify the books that we read of course but we weren't necessarily being like we're going to complete our fantasies book bingo um so the fact that we got super far at most two books that don't count is very impressive so go us and you know thank you guys for being along for the journey dylan i don't think there's anything left at this point beyond going ahead and playing that sweet sweet outro music what do you say
1: Let's get that sweet, sweet outro music pumping, Charles. All right. I'm going to read something from the 2000s.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I'll read, I'll try and find something elemental. All right, everybody. Thank you all, one and all. For listening to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. If you like what you heard today, if you want to support the show or let your thoughts known on some of these categories and books that we've put in said categories, the best place to do that is over on the socials, at the FTF Podcast, on Instagram and even TikTok. And then at the FTF Podcast with the number one at the end uh, for Twitter Twitter. Now, Dylan, if they like what they heard today and they want to support the show even more than following us over on social media, what can they do? Toss
1: us five stars to our podcast, which you can do over on Spotify. Click about, and then click the star icon thing, and then throw us five. We really appreciate when you do that. You can also rate and review on Apple. Us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can write nice things about us. You can also tell us whether or not you think 4th Wing counts as elemental. Write that in the review. <laughs> tell yeah. us what you think. Only if you uh, think
0: it does, and you're going to rate 5 stars, of course.
1: Rate 5 stars, and then you can say whatever you want. You can tell I guess wrong. that's true. 5 stars of wrong. That's the yes. FDF whatever
0: problem. sentiment is in your written review, as long as the star rating is 5, we'll be okay with it. Yes, we'll
1: All right. You can also do lots of fun stuff by following us on TikTok. Please follow us on TikTok. (laughs) I I am desperate. I just got on. We just got on there and we're at the FDF podcast, which you probably said already, Charles. But it is scary for me, a millennial, to be out there on TikTok I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to make friends. I'm just trying to get folks to engage with the conversation. (laughs) We're trying something
0: new. It's scary. (laughs) Like, we're making videos now. Like, it's crazy, the stuff that we do for you guys. So let us know it's working. Give us a shout out over there. But like Dylan normally says, just listening (laughs) is more than enough. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always... Go forth and conquer, friends.